First things first, when we take a look at these numbers uh, in terms of uh, the take-home pay, uh, I guess, you know, giving us some context around uh, the earnings that many South Africans do have. Uh, Your thoughts firstly, just on the collation of the data, uh, and then maybe we can actually get a reflection on how this has increased or decreased, uh, especially in line with inflation. Yes, so the Banks of Africa take-home pay index is calculated by taking the total value of all the take-home pay, I mean the salaries paid into the bank accounts of South Africans, about 4 million of those, divided by the number of uh, payments. So that's an average for for that sample of uh, the workforce. And what we have seen is that in the past couple of months, uh, the take-home pay index did tick up. And we ended this uh, 2023, the December data point, uh, 5.6% above a year ago level. However, you know, that's sort of been a, a uptick towards the end of the year. If we do look at an average for 2023 as a whole, the situation is less positive. It's actually quite dismal that we've seen the average nominal take-on pay increase by only 1.2% mm. in nominal terms. So, um, you know, if you then think about inflation that averaged about 6% last year, then it is clear that, you know, in real terms, your take-home pay contracted. And, you know, you you could not, you know, purchase the same amount of things uh, maybe compared to a year ago. So that erosion of purchasing power is what we have experienced in the economy last year. 100%. And I'm assuming, as you say, this is all about inflation, inflation, inflation. Uh, Does this uh, correlate with a lot of the the, the data and indications that you've pulled through? Yes, it's actually twofold, I would say. On the one side, it is your nominal wage increase that's not keeping up with inflation. Mm. So for last year, you know, the average um, of the Reserve Bank, taking their forecast as a as a point, is a forecast of 3.9% for the nominal wage increase. And if you think about your deductions, things like medical aid premiums and, uh, you know, pension payments and so on, increasing with inflation, there's a clear squeeze that happens. So it's partly inflation, but it's also partly, uh, you know, wage increases that didn't keep up. And that's a story that's got, I would say, um, that one can link into the broader economy. Mm. Whereas we've had really GDP growth of only 0.6% last year. You know, companies struggling to make profit uh, amid challenges like load shedding and, you know, uh, high operating costs and, and factors like that. And I think this is so important for us to reflect on because, as you say, companies are struggling to make money. Profits might be reduced. Uh, typically, labor is their biggest cost center. Uh, but because they're not, uh, they're probably spending more on the likes of uh, load shedding and alternative energy uh, and other cost inputs. Um, this is where businesses have been struggle, struggling. And what I'm keen to understand as well, Elise, is what the trend reveals because it does seem as though we've heard this narrative uh, before. So does it appear as though we are on a declining trend? Well, now I would say uh, 2023 has been better than 2022. As a matter of fact, in 2022, we've had, uh, you'll recall, inflation at 6.9% on average, so even higher. And, you know, the take-home pay dropped uh, uh, in nominal terms by 0.7% in 2022. So I would say 2023 was slightly better. And looking into this year, 24. Uh, two factors, I think, could assist the whole scenario to be somewhat better. 
On the one hand, uh, economic growth is forecast to be slightly better. I listened to Andizwa just now uh, saying 1.4. I'm in the same camps uh, expecting about 1.3% in real GDP growth this year. Mm -hmm. That compares to 0.6 of last year, the final sort of forecast. So slightly better, that should help companies to be a bit more profitable. And then on top of that, you know, we expect a moderation in our headline inflation rate. So say an average headline CPI of 5.2, 5 to 5.2, somewhere there, uh, say a full percentage point lower compared to last year, should also go some way to alleviate, you know, that erosion that households experience in, in their pockets. Mm. I'm also keen to understand uh, with uh, the this figure for the average take-home pay for December coming in at 13,732, 4.7% uh, drop in comparison to the year 2022. So it, it really is quite telling in comparison to a year ago. I, I'm, I know we still have to await some of the official figures from Stats SA, Elise, but we have been witnessing that despite this, South Africans have still been actively shopping, especially if we take a look at some of the retail updates that have come through um, from some of the listed stocks. Uh, are, are we finding that even though we're spending as South Africans, it's what we're spending on that we should be analyzing? Well, I think, you know, I, I did see some sort of positive uh, updates coming through. But if you look at the year as a whole, I think that will tell you a different story. Mm -hmm. Because up till November, if you look at real retail sales, we've uh, we've seen re real retail sales in the economy mm -hmm. contracting by 1.5% uh, compared to the same period the previous year, uh, you know, first 11 months of 22. So that, you know, to me indicates, you know, that there's indeed pressure on the retail sale, sales side. And likewise, if you want to link in here um, uh, vehicle sales, so we've seen that passenger car sales dropped by 4.2% in real you know, uh, terms in, in 2023 compared to the overall market still growing. So there was uh, growth on commercial vehicles. And so the total number was up. But if you look at passenger car sales, there where the households, you know, uh, affordability and disposable income, you know, become uh, major factors that actually dropped by 4.2%. So I do think we see the pain out there, but here and there for December, especially, and, you know, for the festive season, the numbers did not look as bad. Mm, definitely. Uh, I guess as we look forward, right, uh, as you've mentioned, growth forecast for the year ahead, not looking too favorable, inflationary pressures expected to uh, remain. I, I know you don't have a crystal glass ball, Elise, but I'm hoping you can give us some uh, projections of what you're actually seeing uh, or expecting for the year ahead uh, in terms of average uh, take home pay. Yes, so uh, I think I've mentioned the two factors which I think will make a difference. And I do think we can have a slightly better scenario in 2024. So in terms of overall salary increases, you know, take-home pay increase, I hope that we can see that increase uh, you know, creeping up, moving closer to like 4% at least uh, from the 1.2% we have seen. Uh, hopefully, if, if, if we do see the economy maybe surprising to the upside, we could see slightly higher levels. But it remains a difficult economic environment. So it would also be not you know, prudent to expect a, a major uh, improvement in the job market in 2024. Because uh, although figures are ticking up slightly in terms of growth, I mean, we are still just growing at about the same level than our population growth. So it's not as if we are making inroads really in terms of our uh, unemployment rate at, at, at this current uh, trend growth.
So, um, yeah, I would say slightly better, you know, uh, cautiously optimistic that it could be a better year for salaries, mm. but still uh, many challenges remain. Definitely. Well, we uh, continue to look forward to hopefully some level of positivity uh, in terms of these numbers, Elise. And thank you for indulging us on some of the expectations or, or views of how the macroeconomic environment will continue to influence our pockets going forward. Thank you so much for your time. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.